Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hilton. Sidekick Josh is next to me. I've stopped calling you sidekick briefly, and now, but now I'm returned to it. Just because, can't you know why? In honour of the imminent return of Alan Partridge soon, which you were named after Sidekick Simon on that show, and I consider myself to be the Alan Partridge of Arsenal podcasts, and you are the Sidekick Simon. Anyway, you're here, Josh. I'm Thanks. here. And we're joined by returning legend... <laughs> Impressionist, yes. comedian, yes. actor, yeah. presenter, yeah, Luke Kempner. Hi, and Arsenal fan. Arsenal season ticket holder. Arsenal season ticket holder as of this year. And you've got. A, you're wearing a a cap. Yeah, you look. You've got kind of like a, almost like a lorry driver look today. I, How I about have that? Been Beard, mistaken as a lorry driver cap. before. Is this um this hat, baseball cap? Is what the phrase Patagonia. Patagonia, Patagonia, which I was then informed after I wore it that it's sort of for people who want to look like they've travelled when they haven't. Oh yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah I'm like tip. yeah, man, I've yeah. travelled. I, I bet I bought, you have travelled. You've travelled though a little bit. Yes, yeah, I've been you're, to yeah. Thailand. Right, that's travelling, isn't it? Yeah, I've been to Hull. Oh, you know. I mean, that is Come that on. Is, that's extraordinary travelling, that is. Um, but no, it's very exciting to be back. Uh, and uh, yeah, season to get holder as of this year. Lovely. So, which this is, very is your exciting. first appearance on the podcast as a season yeah. to get holder. Where is your seat? It is uh, block 127. Right. Uh, turnstile P. Yeah. Um, so I'm sort of like, I've got the, uh, the dugouts on my left. Yeah. You know, upper tier. Right. Lovely view. Good, good. I was right behind Aubameyang's attempted overhead kick. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, that so got, that, great. that kind of got forgotten quite quickly, I thought. Oh, that. My I God. mean, if he'd have scored, it wasn't far, was it? Oh, it, it was so close. It would have been so one of the all-time classic goals. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, we will get on to our detailed analysis of the triumphant, one of our greatest performances of the season. Let me just start, though, by saying, because obviously we're now, it's Arsenal 2, Chelsea 0. Yeah. Let me start by pointing out a very strange situation, was that Josh here, Josh Landy, every, every game he, like, tweets, you know, he's always very so, but, you know, has observations. I do observations. very little tweeting, actually. Well, you make observations, often particularly when we lose under our new manager or, you know, the slightly disappointing performance. Silence, total silence this week, almost as if... This game that disproved everything you had to say in the last podcast about Unai Emery's performance (laughs) as a manager, you didn't want to rise to the occasion. You couldn't admit you were wrong. Oh dear. Boyd, when you talk about this silence, in what capacity? I don't usually tweet non-stop about, about Arsenal. I think you tweet after most games. Look you tweet. I bet you tweeted after the West Ham game. I did bet you? you I didn't. Oh, we're going to find hey, can I have now. a look on my hold Twitter on, now? Uh, first and foremost, I'd say I wasn't even at the game this weekend. I was on, a, I was on a stag weekend. Oh, so no. Obviously, I watched the game. Josh. So I was very unfortunate. You pay for the season ticket. You want to be there for all the glory well, I moments. I know because I'm a season ticket holder. And mm. unfortunately, I missed the game. Okay. This just has got to stop <laughs> this idea that every time we win, someone's wrong. Yeah. And every time we lose, someone's right. Yeah. We're all we're all to our opinion. We're all sort of right. We're all sort of wrong. And that's this, fine. This coming from the man who sent me a detailed five-point plan, five-point um, attack on our manager for things he's doing yeah. wrong on um, WhatsApp the other day. 
I mean, you know, let's let's let's. It's not me that's obsessed necessarily. There was, let's just say well, that you could say that he was wrong, and now he's right again. You could, you know, could be balanced about it. Listen, there's some aspects that I don't think are perfect. It, if that is the worst Chelsea side I've seen in a long time coming off of that little threat to Arsenal. Like, I just think there was something in the timing of when we've played Oh, now, now you're already was, under... Now, hold they on, were this nullified. Is brilliant. This is brilliant. You're already <laughs> underestimating our performance and Hang saying no, no. all down to Chelsea being shit. I, because again... This you is, I have not you, been you, that unimpressed by Chelsea in a long oh. time. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they're Because we side. made Arsenal them. were brilliant. Yeah. Arsenal were brilliant because Sheldon had stayed in the back four. He got the formation right. Loads of, loads of good points. But... The way Chelsea didn't have a focal point up front and the way we were quite clever in letting them have the ball out wide because all they really had in there was Hazard. He wasn't making the runs. And I think Alonso was the one also the most dangerous, making headers in the box. The whole thing was terrific. But there is a danger of going overboard here because we've beaten a slightly out-of-sorts Chelsea team at the moment of who course. weirdly no weren't playing no one's going over the, the injuries. Top. No, one's, no one's going over the top. But it, it, it definitely, you have to, you know, be... be, be really? You can I'm really admit happy, you were wrong. Of course... By going, you were the one going over the top in the it last. Can't be podcast. that one week we're total crap against West Ham, that's weird, and suddenly everyone's wrong or everyone's right. No, no. What I'm saying is, is Luke, boo, I'll bring boo, you in a minute. Boo hurrah this theory. Is a order, dispute. order. <laughs> John, John Burko. Thank you, John Burko. <laughs> order. <laughs> All I'm saying is, is that, and you weren't the only one to be fair, but, but there was there was an interesting lack of of comment from some of the hardcore. Wenger diehards people. Let biggest me, no, 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 let biggest me, problem, I'll away just, form. Quickly That's make been the problem for 18 months. We've got to fix that. We've been very good at we're home. Doing better, better we're doing better away, but we're still doing better away than we did last um, year. Marginally. Let, me, let me finish. Let me marginally. finish. All I'm saying is, is that if you're... It, clearly, we all want to be proven right in our theories of every, everything, not just football, yeah. Brexit, you know, yeah. everything, politics. Yeah. And this is, for me, the situation with... With in the post Wenger era, it's absolutely so obvious that the people who clung on desperately to Arsene Wenger for, to beyond the point where he clearly mm, should have gone, mm. and of which you are one, are, are still are, are slightly reluctant to admit that it's fine now. We didn't have to be careful what we wished for, and not only is it fine, but in games like that against Chelsea, against um, Spurs, West against Ham. Liverpool, we've done brilliantly. And it's been great. And, you know, we're, you, we're doing really well. We're competing for the top four. And so all of that stuff, and I might read out your points you sent to me on that WhatsApp Go group for it. later. You're I'll just read niggly. Out what it's you sent it's to me. weirdly niggly. And it's like, just get over it. It's fine. It's all, it's well, fine. Is it's it, Luke, isn't it fine? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't quite understand the question. Oh, it's, what I'm okay, is, right. Those people said that yes. we have to be worried about. Careful what we wish for. But we're already fine, aren't we? Yeah. Like, the worst that can happen this season is we might finish fifth or sixth. We yeah. might, we're disappointed not to yeah. get finished top four, but there's yeah. a big competition now. Man U, us, Spurs, Chelsea, yeah. right? But we're, never, we're not sinking down the league. No. We're not in a disastrous position. We're, not, we're having some brilliant games. We're marginally better. We're marginally better, right, Sally? And, and, and that and was the big thing that people kept saying was, oh, no, 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 we could all go horribly on with that, but it's fine. Yeah, I, 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 I think, you know, I... I <laughs> I, it's marginally better, yeah. and I think that the biggest thing about this Chelsea game, I, don't, I think away from if Chelsea were bad or we were better, was the intensity oh, that yes. the, the team played with. And I, unfortunately, I don't think they are capable of playing with that intensity every game. I, but, I, you know, someone asked me the other day, they said, oh, you know, I did this, uh, I did another podcast, and they said to me, How oh, you know dare what? I know, oh, sorry about that. But they said to me, you know, Boy, if you, you cannot a- talk. You do more podcasts than anything. <laughs> Not Arsenal ones. <laughs> 
they said to me, what would be your, if you had one wish for Arsenal, what would it be? And I'm like, oh, well, yeah. you know, no, obviously, obviously uh, the quadruple. Yeah. But I was like, if I was realistic about it, it was just to be competitive. You know, that's the, the, the mm. thing under Wenger. It was like, well, what I'm missing is the fact of yeah. being competitive. So then when the way we played against this, and I know if you think about the way that Liverpool played against City when they lost, yeah. you can't come away from that as a Liverpool fan and go, I'm fuming. Right. Like, you, you're going to come away and go, we played amazingly well, yeah. but we didn't win. Yeah. But what's we, us dis- against, we played Liverpool, we played really well, we yeah. did win. Yeah, but you have to be sat- not, the five one. <laughs> not the 5-1. Yeah, no, yeah, no, exactly. The, the one, one before. One. Yeah. yeah. And, it's great, like, yeah. and it's that thing of like, but when we lose 5-1, you know, and you see teams like uh, Crystal Palace giving them a good game, you see Brighton giving them mm. a good game. Like that's when you get infuriated yeah. because you're like, well, why can't we go into a game like that and give them a game? Why can't we go like Wolves at home? The times when we've played badly and not had the same intensity, that's when I get frustrated yeah. as a fan. Yeah. I've Even if saying, we finish sixth. Right. For years I've been saying that's all. I totally agree. Just competing is, is yeah. enough for me. And I don't realistically, you don't, we're not going to win the league, we're not, but we definitely should be competing for top four yeah. with, our, with our fourth, is it third, fourth highest wages. Particularly. We've got, exactly, all about we've got wages. the same wage bill as Liverpool. Right. And the other, and the other thing I was going to say is that um, the reason why I was so it's I'm not going over the top. This is going to sound like I'm going over the top, but it's not. But that game against Chelsea was a huge vindication of Emery to the extent that people were saying or after people were going on after the West Ham game, which was t- really annoying and really disappointing. You're like, he's not good enough. He's the new Bruce Rioch. He's shit. Blah 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 blah. He talks rubbish. He t- can't pick the right team. He's got a terrible relationship with Lacazette. He's not picking us. Well, people were getting hysterical about it, and I think this that one performance against Chelsea was so good. His team selection was so good. Mm-hmm. His Vindicated with Ozil because Ozil didn't play him, we played brilliantly. Same as how we didn't, he didn't play him against Spurs, we played brilliantly in that game. Mm-hmm. He picked Ramsey. Everything about it, yeah. every decision he made was right. So he disproved that he's some kind of idiot. He's not an idiot. But, he's clearly capable of doing exactly what needs to be done against one of our big rivals. But you're looking at it in one game. And I do agree with you to a certain degree, but then I don't think that necessarily that system is going to work against every team. So in a, in a no. situation against West Ham, I still think he should have played him as Ozil. Because in a situation, look, I don't know what's going on with Mesut Ozil at the training ground, but it's like surely in a position like that where teams are sitting back a lot more and are harder to break down, you need a player that's going to be able to find that pass. And players like Iwobi uh, uh, and definitely Mesut Ozil are more capable of doing that. But in a time, in a game against someone like Chelsea where they're coming on to us, mm. then we've got the perfect fullbacks and and the perfect um, two forwards. And Ramsey was fantastic, so it's going to work against yeah. teams like well, Chelsea. I agree it with was that. very similar to, to the Liverpool home game and Spurs game. So we've, yeah. we've seen that this season. We we know that team Which is, is great, capable though. of doing. You got underestimate. We, we couldn't do that. Uh, you know, we, we didn't do that very often in last. You are reckon against you, the top six. You'd be surprised if you look back at our home form in the last couple of years how strong it was under Arsenal. I think we're sort of forgetting that. It, the away form is what I want to see now. Can, can we go and win a game we're really not expected to win? I'm not sure we've really done that yet under the manager. We've done some very good home performances, beaten Spurs when we're 2-1 down and come back terrifically. Even Chelsea at home, given where they are today, we say, Arsenal, you know, that's, that's not a shock victory. It's a good victory. I'm not sure. He's still got to go and win a game we weren't really expected to win. But for me, it's not, about, it's not about going and winning against at the Etihad. For me, it's not going and losing and not uh, at West Ham and it's not drawing at Brighton. Yeah. That's, those are the games. I don't think it's about not winning games that we're not expected sure, to win. So, and that's been the massive disappointment of the season. Our away form has not improved. I mean, it's, well, it's improved a bit. Well, I think we're on the same number of, of wins. No, I, I think mean, we are. I the last couple wrong, of performances away from home have been dreadful. I think we got last season in total. In total, but... So the, that is better. 
It is. Yes, it's better. Yeah. Just, but Southampton again, away, the last few three, again, four away defeats have been terrible. Yeah, we, of course we need to do better away, but we're not doing disastrously in any, in any level. So it's that, that's all I'm saying. Is, all I'm saying is he's not a moron. He's not a new... You know, I don't know who's, not, I didn't call him a moron. Ask, I'm not saying you do, but people... Oh, you know, honestly, look through Twitter from after that West Ham game. People were going well, You can find crazy. whatever you want on ask, Twitter, boy, in any walk of life. No, but there were yeah, there were people true. there were people there were a that lot were, of people that were starting to turn against yeah. Emery, which we'd not seen before. Yeah. And a lot of them happened to be either the as I say, diehard Wenger fundamentalists, or the ones that wanted Arteta, for, uh, interestingly, you know, to be the manager. And we're like, think that this, but the you know, you have I, f- I find it I, I am incredulous, even forgetting you can the very be negative to not on oh. on different aspects <laughs> of it and negative, not want him yes. out. Yeah, I mean, no one's calling for Emery. How you just there's you know, criticisms you, you want to make. I, some people I'm I can show camp. you. I know you, some, you know that I'm not in that. I know camp. you're not in that. But I can show you some idiots who are saying, even they're saying he yeah, wants him to go. And no, it's too early to say, look, yeah. I, I want him to get to three years because I think that would have mean he, he's done enough to get to the third year, which is about the normal length of a managerial appointment mm. at the moment. So, you know, we, we all sit, sat here back in August. Well, not Luke, he hasn't been here since, uh, <laughs> since last season. But we spoke about, you know, it was probably in, in if Princeton. we came yeah. fifth, you know, we'd probably have to accept that as about par. And if we yeah. could do well in Europe, so, so yeah, I'm, quite, I'm, I'm okay with that. Excellent. But there are aspects no of this problem. season. And, and you talk about these bullet points I sent you, <laughs> yeah. just to give some Oh, some we're going to go through the bullet points. Oh. You're going to love this, Luke. Oh, God. Right. It's an insight into our sad even if, <laughs> even if Ozil, right, has been brought back onto the bench, I still don't think the whole situation has been dealt with you know, brilliantly. I, I don't think there's a rational explanation for him. As well, could be left out in 18 if fit. So maybe he's not fit. So I'm not, I'm not right, well, I, against West Ham. And Luke articulated brilliantly why I think Ozil should be articulated in that game. Now, Ramsey leaving on a free, I don't believe that's got nothing to do with Emery. I believe that at that situation in the summer, before it all came out that he's being allowed to leave, the manager must have been involved in that decision in some capacity. And we're going to get on to Sven Minzatat leaving. So and what you're saying the that the manager decided that he, they weren't going to sell him? And then we're going to let him go for free. Um, the manager must have been involved with the decision not to give him the contract that was on the table. Yeah, because that, that they shouldn't. Offered. Because Ramsey wanted three hundred grand a week. He's going to get well, three hundred grand a week. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he should never have got to yeah. this position. But right. I don't blame Emery yeah. for that. If, I, listen, I actually uh, blame uh, Wenger this for yes. dilly dallying on Thank certain you. players yes. and going maybe they'll and stay. The end, maybe they'll yeah, stay. And in the end, <laughs> it was the reason. The reason why I pointed out in, in when you put that point, well, that I, was your point too. These are not neg- was, these negatives on the club situation at the moment. Right, which well, is what the reason ben why it's not his fault. The reason why it's not Emery's fault is because it all dates back to agreeing to give. Um, Ozil three hundred and fifty grand a week. Yeah. yeah. In that situation, and now, of course, of course, Ramsey wants three hundred grand a week. He's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm just. Well, I don't think anyone know the exact numbers. I've been told it's less, you know, and that it wasn't this, you know, wildly as wildly, you know, made out. Yeah, into, but it would have been at least press. two hundred. So you cannot put if that whole situation on Emery. You know, you can't. Of course, you can't put a whole, it's a whole situation on Emery. It must have been. I don't know. Was he? I don't know if he we was involved know. in that no, conversation at some point. The understanding was that we came out know. from some of the journalists we that he deci- he was also accepting of letting him go. The club are going to have to spend what 50, 60, right. 80 million pounds on a player. But we don't know. on the wages. We're agreed. You have we don't to take know. a view. We agree. We don't know. What we do know. Back to the Ozil thing because the Ozil thing's fascinates me. I know you have. I'm going through point by point, so we don't want to miss out the Ozil one. For me, again, and I agree with you. I would definitely. Why he wasn't on the bench against West Ham can only be put down to injury. Well, who knows? I don't know. I mean, he he no, declared Emery himself. Emery didn't say it was injury. What? Emery never said it was no, injury. No, 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 no one said it was an injury. Let me. Okay, but his treatment of him. Has now got. To, we've got to the point now where Özil is 
every week reminding us he's fit mm. and ready to play. Yeah. Whereas, Yarkon as Yar. Right, Yarkon as Yar. <laughs> Whereas a year ago, he himself was opting out of games due to mysterious sudden illnesses. For me... He, what, what Emery's done is treat him like any other player, emphasise you do not get special treatment, especially mm. when you are not performing week in, week out, as you should do anyway. And again, I have to say one more time, the best performances against our biggest rivals have been without him, and we have won. And again, he's vindicated by not... He's on the bench. That's, of course, he's definitely on the bench. But for me, he's not a first pick. And I, I, I'd rather see Ramsey picked every game. Ahead of him at the right moment, because Ramsey did brilliantly that yeah. marking job he did. Yeah, he managed to the mark first twenty seconds everything was, yeah, about brilliant. it, and and also contribute creatively. Yeah, you're, ne- you're never going to get that from Özil ever. Are well, you? I think I, I think as if he's on, the, I, he needs to be on the bench at the moment. Of course, and if he comes on and makes a difference, then he needs to earn his place. Yeah, I've, I've, that's and, what I'm that, saying. and on that Monday, surely I that's never a, agree that with is a vindication of, of of the tactics that he's had with him, isn't it? Of Kemp, uh, of Kempner, <laughs> you should be <laughs> the manager. I am the manager of yeah. Emery. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, tactics with him. Yeah, and I think that you... you I never agree with it and people go, well, how did you miss that? He's on 350 grand a week. You yeah. can't... That doesn't make sense. No. But 350 grand a week means you have to do whatever the manager fucking tells you. And if the manager is exactly. saying that, you know, if you're not pressing as much as Lacazette and Aubameyang and Ramsey are, then the whole thing falls down. Yeah. So you have to be doing that as much. Yeah. But I don't... I think he needs the chance to play himself into that team. Yeah, but I think now he's, he's back on. That. But now he's in the squad. I think, yeah. he, clear, you know, who knows? Maybe he'll be playing again. I bet he will. My feeling is he'll play him against Man United because he's not going to play exactly. He's not going to play all the. You're very keen to point out that he wasn't involved in the games where we've done very well yeah. this season. But yeah. at the same time, you have to acknowledge then his non-involvement in some of the games where we've been very bad. Well, so you yeah, can't, you but can't, that doesn't. You can't have it but there's lots of people way. who are not involved in games where we're bad. When what I'm saying, but that doesn't that doesn't work logically. If we're playing at our peak. Without him, that is much more important, isn't it, than saying we're playing with, with lots of other players aren't playing when we lose. But when we're playing our best performances, literally, when your best performances are without a player and you're playing tactics that don't involve that player, that's very key and that's very important. That's interesting. And why would and the it, manager go, oh, well, we're playing City at home again, but I did really well against Liverpool, Spurs and Chelsea at home without him. Why would you pick him? It doesn't make... Whereas. You can make an argument that he doesn't need to be involved maybe in a Chelsea at home, but then that yeah. doesn't seem to go the, the, that it's fair to go, well, he doesn't deserve to get into an 18 for, for other games. He, no, I'm saying he does deserve to be in the 18. But, but pick him to play in our biggest game. So he doesn't make sense right now when we've, when we've made, had our best performances against those big teams without him. I and think he needs to also uh, uh, accept that Ozil is not going to go. and Because I think he clearly wants to get him out to make money. For, but I don't that's know not about that. Though. I wonder about that. Why? Because well, I, that's what you. That's I think what he wants to, David Ornstein, the Ornstein Orst- Oracle. Did he say He that? said that they, that Emery has said to Özil that if he can go, he can go. Oh, but that's different, isn't it? If he wants to go, he can go. You mean? If yeah. he wants to go, but that's different to saying he wants him out. Isn't that? Isn't he saying I'm? Ha- he's happy. For, you know, he's put him in the squad. I think he's happy to have him. I think he's arch. That is a bit I like wanting is, him out. Mm. Yeah, but here's the door. I can't get rid of you myself. <laughs> but if you'd like to walk yeah. through, I'll be ever so grateful. It's like mm. Jack Rodwell at Sunderland. Maybe. That Sunderland documentary. Of course, from uh, Fullwell 73. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's incredible. They wanted to get rid of him so yeah. they could make money for other players. I and think it is borderline. I mean, it's probably normal pay the same wages for that player. And, you, and you're sort of. 
stuck with him. But that's in what the I mean. But, that, but then, but then down to Emery's got to make it work. Then right. I think. But I think he's such a pragmatist. I said mm. this last week. I think all of his decision making. He's generally kind of what's better at the moment in the particular game against the opposition at the moment for the club. And I think he'd be equally happy for him to stay mm. and do treat him how he is treating him. Yeah. Not as a special case. Not someone who's going to wander into the team willy nilly. Do you think Friday... But gets, deserves a chance to play himself back. I agree with yeah. that. I know we're not Go going in order here, but Friday is maybe the perfect game. Oh, totally. I just said, I think you'll pick him. I you think you'll pick, pick him. him. What, to yeah. start Friday? Yeah, I, think, so. yeah, I don't know if back it is the FA perfect Cup. game. I think the FA, you know, it's a massive game against United. Uh, uh, then, and we've just played brilliantly against Chelsea. I don't know why you would suddenly put Ozil in that team. I just feel he's not going to play the same team because we've got a league game, haven't we, like Tuesday. four days later. Cardiff. Tuesday, yeah, Cardiff at home. Which is more... Which you, uh, I still think that's more important. I think you'll pick the same. I, if I was him, I'd pick absolutely pick the same team, Cardiff at home as as we played. As See, that's interesting because it, that though I think the intensity has to be the same, but the tactics might not necessarily. And we've seen with Emery; he doesn't play the same tactics every right. game. Oh, I know. And it might not be right against Cardiff. Oh, he will. I, I, I mean, I, Cardiff I, are shit. He so is, we really Cardiff are shit. So I just feel. I think that that formation can can do really well. I much well prefer that at, formation. Yeah, at home, mm. it's, it's a great formation. Yeah, he hasn't yeah. really two up front like that in that double face. He hasn't really done it, has he? But kid did it half. But he's been game, playing maybe. that five for a while right. now. So yeah. for me, it worked brilliantly. You know, against a pretty good team, and mm. I think he, he can easily. Uh, for me, it makes sense to, to, to have an unchanged team. But in the cup game, in the middle of this run, I think it would equally make sense to change a few, wouldn't it? To rest a few players. So I'd be surprised if he didn't. Is what I mean. I think if it wasn't United, then then maybe. But I think it's, it's such a huge game. Yeah, but wouldn't you think? But wouldn't you? But equally, putting Ozil in one of your best, one of your, a, in theory, yeah. best players—that's not weakening the team. It no, be no, no. I'd love to see Ozil back yeah. in the team, yeah. but I just don't know if he will. No, Wait, hang on. Now you're saying he is one of your best players. Oh, Ozil is yeah. on. Ozil is in theory, of course, one, the most skillful, brilliant, world-class player in the squad. But what I'm saying is, he has not played up to that level consistently enough in the last season well or I so, think Luke's seasons. right you, you want him to get the opportunity to start playing himself back yeah. into this team yeah. and, 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 and he has to play he has to play yeah, in some way and they have to make it work mm. well, yeah, he's well, got a massive sure role to play between now. I think he will come into the team yeah. it yeah. almost feels like it's, well you're not in the 18 and then you step up to the bench the next step is, yeah, well, is probably so. to get him on the team so. but I was surprised not to see him get any minutes well, I think he might, but that was, a, but with the injury to Hector Bellon, we should say what a tragedy that is. Yeah, because he was made two substitutions, didn't yeah. he? And then I El think Nenny he might came on. Yeah, then El Nenny had to come right. on. I think he he might have come on if he hadn't been right. for that. Yeah, yeah, sure yeah. Right. I also wonder whether he'll go back to a back three. Well, I don't see why he should to though. deal with United. I think the whole back three situation. My issue with, back- with Martial, Lingard, yeah, no, and Rashford. If, 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 I, I wonder if he'll sort of try. I and hope he match doesn't. That. I, hope I he think doesn't. I think going having the same tactics against United is absolutely correct because going at their defence with our attack is a great idea. Yeah, and I think I don't see how that five works better than as we've no. seen in the last game. We don't need any more crap. Di- we, the problem with our defenders is they're all capable of fucking up mm. every game, right? And inc- I include kind of, you know, Zaka in that. Well, I don't well. include Koscielny and so- Socrates. Oh, Koscielny, I mean, they were brilliant. So yeah. we should, I mean, obviously, we, we But Lichtsteiner... I mean, yeah, Mustafi, yeah, like thank of course fuck that they're not in a team. But I think even even Socrates or Socrates is, is capable of, of of a cock up. But he, they were he, they were absolutely brilliant, of course. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, I don't want to bring in any more defenders. That's fine. Stick. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, fact yeah. that we played if that defense fit, so well, it would be a different situation. Different, but yeah. Yeah. and also, actually, I think um, 
last season when Wenger played the five, Monreal was brilliant as yeah. that sort of left yeah. centre back. But I, yeah, I, I, it was so great uh, the other day that I wouldn't want to see it change. No, yeah, absolutely. That was one of the points that I made in my bullet. Which one? That Lichsteiner <laughs> should already be doing play with the legend events. <laughs> one of my other complaints. Lichsteiner is the... terrible, but. I, according to, I asked on Twitter, and I genuinely didn't know. I was like, "Is Mislintat, who's now been confirmed today, is leaving? Yeah, yeah. Was he anything to do with bringing?" In? Everyone said he was. Everyone said it was down to him bringing him in. Yeah. So you know, everyone's going, "Oh, Mislintat brought in Torreira and Gunduzi. Great." Equally, he brought in fucking Lichtstein, who's a piece of shit. Well, <laughs> Lichtstein played twenty-five matches for Juventus last year in a year where you know, they were brilliant. Yeah, of course, league. it is. But I mean, you know, on paper, it looked like someone who you know still. Clearly, should have had another know, year to contribute in a squad, it. and it's just it just doesn't look right. To so the point, well, what do you think? Do you think it is just Maitland-Niles now will be our our right back, our right wing back? It's an interesting one because he's got Maitland-Niles, Lichtsteiner, yeah. or Jenkinson. Well, mm. I thought I think Maitland-Niles clearly wants prefers playing midfield, obviously. But I thought he was really good when he came on. I felt so sorry for him though because he came yeah. on finally getting to play in central yeah. midfield and then within yeah. minutes. It was, was exactly, it was right that, but he did really good job. I mean, yeah. I know it was against that as you, as we keep saying a kind of weird Chelsea with no strikers situation. But they were getting down the wings. They were, yeah. Like, exactly. And that was Alonso's wing. Yeah, yeah he's, he's true. Brilliant. On, yeah, so on I think he's fine. Side. I think he... And I think the more he plays... So I think he's got to stick with one, hasn't he? He's got to go, mm. right, if, Main, if Mainland Niles is my replacement fullback, then I'll stick with him. Because well, you get the more experience he gets, the better he'll be. He was asked in the press conference immediately after the game by one of the journalists, saying, you know, how serious does it look for yeah. Hector and what, what oh. do you feel your options are? And he said, well, unfortunately, it looked quite serious. We'll know more tomorrow. Of course, we have Ainsley we can call upon, or Lischsteiner. And then there was a pause of a couple of seconds, and he remembered Jenkinson. Oh, oh and of course, we have Jenkinson who can Jenko. contribute as well. Poor Jenko. Yeah, I think that was probably an indication of where yeah. he sees that position. Like in the same way in that video, field. you can see Bellerin's um, ACL going. You could probably look and see Jenkinson's heart breaking <laughs> if you look carefully enough. <laughs> now, I want to ask you about Emery's. We'll go back to the point. Point. How many more points are there to go in the? Oh, in, in the, uh, I was going to say we should probably get to a break sooner. Or oh, yeah, so, we should no, get to the break final soon. point. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I just you don't I miss out the Lacazette one. About the goalkeeper. Don't miss out the Lacazette one. I'm getting to which that. is rubbish. Absolute. Rubbish. I said we brought this, in a 26 million pound goalkeeper, and I'm not sure he's any better than what we have. He's. I mean, he's better. He is po- better. He's better. I don't know. He's better. I mean, he's he didn't be- have a shot to make on Saturdays. We can't talk I know, about but it. he passes it out. He's good, better with the ball, yeah, and that's he why he's better. Good, he had a couple of good crosses that he actually dealt with very low, low down that he dealt yeah. with very well. He's got one flaw, I think, which is he he, he almost decides too early. So his decision making, he'll come for a ball, yeah. and it'll be like flounder because he, he shouldn't have made that decision. Mm-hmm. He should have waited a bit to see yeah. how, how play develops. Yeah. It's almost like he wants him to be decisive, but sometimes it's like no, you've come I think completely he's just quicker than Czech as well. Like you oh, see Czech when quicker. he's running. To get to the ball to to distribute it, he's just not. I, I'm not as confident seeing Czech do that as I am seeing Leno do that. No, I agree. We should pay tribute to the to the goalkeeper to Czech. Oh yeah, obviously Love retiring. Him. Love him. Absolute yeah. legend. Yeah, it was nice to see Chelsea had a big banner. For yeah, him, it's nice. There was a lot of like loving in. They were loving Czech. We were loving Giroud. Everyone went mental for it's Giroud. It's a weird thing that singing Giroud's oh, name. that was during weird. the I've, game. I was. I. Thought, Do you know when I, we should have sung Giroud's um, name is at the end of the game yes. when he was walking around clapping the fans right. but unfortunately Sweet Fucking Caroline was playing so we couldn't sing know, a song I know Alan Alga's favourite Sweet Caroline was playing of this parish does he not like he don't, every, after every game Alan Alga complains that they play Sweet Caroline because it's not a football song it's not an Arsenal it's, song it's, which is true it's Perry Groves' favourite song uh, oh is that what they play? Is he the DJ? I don't know is he the Emirates DJ? DJ? I, 
Imagine Perry might well have something to do with it. No, I'm not sure he does, but it's his favourite song in the world. So, it's a good uh, he's song. Always it's a great song. But what's yours to do with fucking Arsenal? I would have liked to have sung Giroud's name. That would have been a really lovely moment, yeah. Yeah. but we couldn't. No. Did you see the video where they, he swapped shirts with yeah, Michelle Shirley, yeah. yeah, That was lovely, yeah. That was nice. But I thought it was the loving. There's someone on Twitter, a, a kind of experienced Arsenal tweeter, said, commented on the Giroud loving, saying it's very Arsenal fan to be so nostalgic about player who at the time we would have been slagging off constantly, Theo, not just me, yeah, yeah. you know, Theo, yeah, they would slag them off constantly when they're there and then as soon as they go, they're all romanticised vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wasn't Giroud great? He was fucking, he was one of the big problems of five years after. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And now we've got massive stuff up nice. in, now massively upgraded in Lacazette. Tell us your Lacazette theory. No, I was saying I wasn't sure about how, you know, some of the body language between him and Emery at points yeah. this season and does he not sub- look good. And it's fine. He substituted him against Chelsea. Everyone started booing. It was Again. fine. But that was weird. That was weird. But, I mean, we love Lacazette. I, I yeah. love Lacazette. I'd rather not to him. boo him no being taken off. We're exactly. up. Yeah, it that, is ridiculous. And, uh, and they had a big hug and it was all fine. They're fine. It's Hope absolutely so. fine. There's no problem with them at all. Hope so. Absolutely but I think the, the way that he played the two of them, he got it spot on Oh, it was weekend, brilliant. So, um, I, I, again... Been waiting for that for months, for months. And years, what months. a goal Lacazette's goal is! What a fucking There's so goal. many points to it. Like the ball gets smashed into him from Bellerin. His first touch to control that is unbelievable. Adrian. Then he could have gone down, and then to still have you know the temperament to hold himself on his two feet, and then the goal. Like what a finish! Adrian Clark on his breakdown, which is always an enjoyable watch on a Monday afternoon, called the touch a velvet touch. Well, that was a lovely way of putting it what is. you just said there, Luke. Oh, it was as you say. The fact that he didn't go down, yeah, there was a, like a moral <laughs> triumph. But he in never the even that decision it. was ever even in his head. No, yeah, right. Yeah, it's like yeah, he was so like, I'm, I'm going to be able to score this goal <laughs> yeah. if I stay on my feet, yeah. control it brilliantly. The second touch was extraordinary. It's an incredible goal. And the, you, like and I watched it to jump out the way almost. Because... Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, incredible mm-hmm. awareness for him. Yeah, yeah it was it was beautiful. Yeah. And I luckily I recorded the whole match in. Uh, uh, I always UHD think about you doing because I, I haven't got uh, oh. BT Sports. I can't do that. Oh, beautiful. So I watched the whole thing back. Oh, yeah. After match of the day. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's incredible. Up late. I was up very late. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was fine. And but they have. You at 4K UHD in ultra slow motion, that oh. goal, honestly, it's pornographic. Yeah. 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 Um, we'll talk more about this great game and our great triumph and the brilliance of Emery. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. After this, <laughs> quick, after this quick break. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back from the break. I've totally lost track of time, by the way. How long have we been recording for, Josh? I think we've done about 26 okay. minutes. I, just, you know, I don't like to, I don't like to witter on too long. But after the goal was incredible. Yeah. The, other, the other goal was really funny because it was the double kind of almost accidental weird, like thingy shinned it, didn't he? To, um, Socrates. Socrates shinned it over. Well, I think if you look at it again, I actually think it's very well played. Do There's you? five Chelsea players and Laurent Cachelle on it. And, that, and Socrates picks them up beautifully. Yeah kind of um, chesting it in. Yeah, I mean, the, the goal was weird, but then he had a header earlier on in the game Which that was unbelievably scored. saved. Mm. Reaction saved. So it's kind of like he deserved the shoulder oh, goal. absolutely. He totally Because he, the it. other one, he was unlucky not to score. And he looked as happy as, what's his name, when he scored against us at West Ham last week. Do you remember that? All the shots of, um, who was that? Declan, Declan Rice. Declan Rice, like the greatest moment of his life. He was so yeah, happy, wasn't yeah. he? yeah. Like, because Sean is like, great smoke. It's like, I've never seen it him so smile strange, so much. It was so strange, though. I didn't think it had gone in. 
I thought it had gone over. Yeah, and it was really it was weird, weird because I think because it came off his shoulder, you didn't get that normal sort yeah, of. Yeah, it was bizarre. It was really wasn't odd. It? Yeah. Yeah, there was like a delayed reaction. And we all thought it was offside. I think there was a whole yeah, I definitely thought it was offside. It was so yeah. weird. And then yeah. he had, he went, oh, yeah. it's, it's in. Yeah. It and was, then went mad. It was brilliant. It was it was never quite the same at a football ground when it's not that immediate kind of just knowing the goal counts. Yeah. So you've got to look even, to the linesman. It's gonna be even worse next year with VAR. Oh god, fuck. Because we're gonna look to the linesman and then look to the ref to see if it might go you know, like yeah, I'm not Because even in that Carling uh, Carabao Cup game against Tottenham, every time they scored, I kept thinking, oh, well, could be VAR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, something could happen. Like, uh, Absolutely, yeah. They've got to do something. Presumably, we'll have VAR in the Cup game, won't we, on Friday? They have got VAR in the Cup, Is it they? FA Cup as well? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah not Weirdly, although not every game in FA Cup, mm. but the games posh where teams. I think, yeah, where the teams have the capabilities to have it, I think. Can yeah. I make one point about that being a posh game? You can make any point you want. Luke. Okay. Like, it's £52.50. For, is it? For, so my season ticket, you get the game yeah. uh, included, but it's £52.50 for my ticket. Uh, no, I, I can go, luckily, but the guy right. I sit next to, he's sold his ticket. And I just think, like, you know, for the club to come out, and maybe these things don't correlate, but for the club to come out and go, we've got no money. And oh. it's like, it's yeah. 52 quid for an extra Friday night game. That is and there's, you know, so, so I'd love to take some mates yeah, along yeah, to that game, yeah. but I couldn't because no one can afford it. It's a category B game. So that, like, £52.50 is the, the front of the upper tier because I've had to get friends tickets and they're paying £52.50. That's 50. category B. It's a category B game. So That's what they've treated it as. They haven't put it as category A game. How much would it be if it was category A? Category A game, front of the upper tier, I think it's about 75. That's fucking, fucking yeah. ridiculous, man. I mean, that, is, that is the worst thing about fucking football. <laughs> Right, yeah, that course. that ticket price is unbelievable. But it's it's sold out. Right game. But it's sold out. It's so, and Arsenal made a big do. deal, didn't they? Announcing they're not raising ticket we prices. We are freezing ticket prices. But then prices, to say you yeah. can only bring in loan players when you're one of the richest clubs in the world yeah. and you're charging that for a oh, fucking FA Cup game, it's, it's unbelievable. It is embarrassing. We should talk about that. The whole so the whole everyone getting very hysterical today as well about Mister Tack going and that going. You know, after the you know with the loan. I mean, the loan play situation. Cronky's team is in the is in the Super Bowl final, mm. isn't, aren't they? Oh right. People, yeah, there's this whole theory. If you look, I saw one person talking about how um, I should start making notes about all these people tweeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because some of them quite, don't actually know what they're talking about. Right. Yeah. So someone was saying how he like because now because he wholly owns Arsenal. Yes. He doesn't have to explain the behind no. the scenes financial. But it did things. though. Didn't didn't the finances did come out last? That's for last year before he owned fully uh, owned it. So now right. from now on he doesn't. Oh, I, I see. Think. Yeah. I think the whole thing now is. Am I right? It's all. And they were saying, you know, and he can't... knowing Stan as I do, I don't think he will. No, I don't think he will. <laughs> and the, apparently uh, the they were finances. saying that, you know, people... The, the conspiracy theory is, is that he was using us as collateral, Arsenal itself, to, to invest more in the in the American football team that's now got into mm, the final really? so that they can then host the Super Bowl in a couple of years' time and he can make gazillions out of that. It's a whole, and I, I'm sure it's right. You know, he's, it, this is all a huge big business for him. So it's almost like... You know, I feel absolutely furious that that Stan Kroenke team is in the final of the fucking season. I think we'll know a lot more come the summer about what January, you know, yeah. Rams will we'll be yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think January, were we ever going to do massive business? No. Mislant at leaving, it's, it looks sort of deliberate. They're at least making him, you know, be there till the end of the window. Um, right. And they're not saying it's... that he's definitely got another role, though. He's linked with going to Bayern Munich. And the man who's sort of rumoured to replace him is our, our former winger, Mark Overmars. 
who's uh, I mean that yeah, everyone would be coming to Arsenal. That before, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean everyone um, would be pretty thrilled if Overmars came back the, in any capacity because he was know, a legend. Three people Isn't appointed. He, really, he was a legend. He played. Didn't he play for us like three years or something? He was fucking brilliant. Oh, I loved it. I loved him. Yeah, yeah. So there were three people that appointed our our manager, and now two. I know. But so three are going to be gone. I've got when I went to the director's box last season. I've got a picture with Ivan Gazidis. Yeah, gone. Uh, I've got a picture with um, Sven Mislintat, gone. Gone. It's down uh, to and you. And Wenger, gone. Oh. All right, and I tweeted about this and someone said to me, and said, can you find Stan Kroenke and give him a massive <laughs> hug? <laughs> so if anyone knows where he's at, the, touch the kiss of, of death. It's the kiss of death of yeah. you. That's, that's interesting. I I, off, on the Mislintat thing, I can't get too like worked up about it. I mean, it's not... Can you I'm, imagine this? Like well, 15 years ago. Like we wouldn't even know about right, shit. Exactly. And exactly. Now we're like, okay. Everyone's like every everyone yeah. I I mean it's not I'm not saying it's great for someone who came in fairly recently and got some of and you know, for Torreira alone, I, I will always love him. I really like the sign, apart from Lichstein. I apart from Lichstein, yeah. But equally, there are other, you know, he's not the only great whatever he is in the world, you know, great finder of head players, of recruitment. head of recruitment. I'm not going to like lose my shit over it. People are it losing their shit over it. It seems an thing to lose sh- yeah. your shit about. I can't it? get that word time. Well, about. it was reported today that, that, that his departure is part of another backroom shaker, which will see the appointment of a technical director. The new man will be responsible for defining the club's style of play from youth to senior level, coordinating with all the coaching staff. So it doesn't look like there's a like-for-like replacement. Um, but yeah, supposedly it's, Mark it, Overmars look, is involved. San Lecky or whatever wants to... Yeah. Wants to be in charge of it or whatever, you know. But, the, but, the, but you know, it, it does seem odd because it's so soon. Mm. I think the biggest thing was Gazidis leaving straight after the biggest, yeah. the biggest change in the club's, yeah. you know, for twenty, was it three years? And like you know, and then it, him, he was the one that yeah, did that the press was, conference. He was the one that, that showed him the tunnel. Yeah. Like it, it seems very odd that then for him to leave. And yeah. I know that's that a just seemed, while ago now, but that's. But on that, even on that, like I'm not actually that annoyed that he's gone because he, for me, he's the one who fucked up the whole, yeah. you know, like paying wages situation and letting people mm. run out their contract. That's all, you know. A lot of that is down to right, him. Must right, be. Yeah. I'm pissed off about him upping and going mm. as a matter of Cameron esque. Yeah, Cameron. Right, exactly. <laughs> he's the Cameron Brexit <laughs> of Arsenal, and yeah. now we've got. Now we've got Svexit, as I called <laughs> it. Svexit. Sven Mislintat exiting. Yeah. Um, I was well, so meant to ask you, I brought this up halfway through the first half and then I didn't finish my point, which yeah. is um, you went to the training ground. Yes. And you met a lot of the players, yeah. right? Which for A, which was the most exciting one to me? Uh, Aubameyang. Yeah. It was amazing. I was really, really lucky to go. Um, and I went and I got to see all sorts of stuff behind the scenes. And, you know, and you meeting the players was amazing. You know, Lacazette and Aubameyang, of course, joined at the hip, came came in through the... And I was in the sort of Arsenal canteen. Oh, they, they joined at in. the hip? Oh, yeah. They go over oh, together? They so came in together. Aubameyang has just bought the house next door to him, oh, I've been told. I love it. This is lovely. They're the there you go. They're romance. They are the antidote. <laughs> the, Arsenal. Yeah, they really That's are. They're the Bedeen and Skinner. Bedeen and Skinner oh. lived in the same street. Oh, it's for brilliant. A bit. Yeah. This is what you get for having friends working in property in that part of the world that's well, the information yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, that's the, a sign of that bromance so they're oh, literally amazing. walking around arm so in they arm walked, so they walked, they walked in together and I just was staring at them like, heavy breathing and uh, and we were told we weren't allowed any pictures with the players no. so the, it, it, because I think they're just there they're eating and like you know yeah, and it's enough, like you can't go and go excuse me like that so yeah. but they did they came in together and, and I just was staring at Aubameyang and he went he went alright uh, and uh, I went hi like that. <laughs> and then, then like I went oh yeah and, I, and, I, and then and they walked past but it was amazing a full on eye contact oh. that's meeting them that's right? the dream that's I can totally say that I've met them oh you're pra- 
back to the best mate. Did right. you, was there anything surprising at the training ground that you didn't know? Would Did you be report there? back to the manager of Leeds about that? Uh, <laughs> Bielsa. Yeah. yeah I, no. I, there was. I tell you, what, there were some amazing facts. Things like Arsenal's training ground is now worth about sixty million pounds, oh, which fact. is this, and the, it's known as the second best training uh, uh, football training ground in the world. Wow. Behind Man City's, oh. which is worth three hundred million. Fucking hell. And, and, and right it's what next you. Door to Watford, yeah, think, yeah right. it backs onto Watford. Because to Watford, Watford bought our old training ground, right. which used to be a university ground. Right. Well, this kept, that came out because Martin Keown, when yes. talking about the Bielsa, the Bielsa said yeah. that Wenger oh, yeah. had gone up the hill to have a little watch of, yeah. of Watford's yeah. training. Yeah. But I tell you what was really interesting is that you realise, we always think about money in football clubs being on the pitch. So you think, Nancy yeah. got the most money and they spend the most money on the pitch. But actually, you've, you don't realise how much money goes on behind the scenes. Right. And the money that goes into the science and the tactics and all the stuff I don't know what I'm talking about, the money yeah. that goes into that to get the players fit and to get them knowing everything about every single detail that you would just expect every club to have that. It is really interesting... And and also interesting to see how much the Champions League means to the money yep. behind oh, the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And even just the interest in the club. They said if you go to a press conference for a Europa League game, there's one man and his dog. Where, you know, you go to a press conference for a Champions League game and no one can get in because it's, it's, yeah. it's just so full. Yeah. And so, that you know, their sole uh, objective is to get back into the Champions yeah, League because it so just means the whole club yeah. can change. Yeah. Yeah. And then now, you know, that's why this whole not paying any money during the... Yeah. The, the January makes more sense. I get very annoyed because they charge so much for the, the games. But that's why it makes a lot more sense in January because they're, if they've not got the money now... Yeah. But then my argument is, well, spend a bit to, to get us into of the course, Champions completely. League. And yeah. then... I agree, yeah. So speculate, if, if they, at this level, yeah. you can speculate to accumulate, cool. surely. They've got to be... Yeah, they've got to be smart enough to realise if they just bought one cent- great central defender, yeah. properly good yeah. world-class central defender... You know, especially when well, Rob Holding's Van injured. Dijk, look what Van Dijk has done for right. Liverpool. I mean, literally, exactly. So you, one player like that can make you immediate. It can be the difference between top four and, and, and not top four. Especially now, we're now we're in a position. If they really thought about it, right, right, this second, Spurs have got fucking masses of injuries. Yeah. Yep. That you know, they, I mean, I know they're. I'm furious that they scored in the last minute of that game over the weekend. But they are now in a very vulnerable position. Chelsea are. Free falling, they are shit. Yeah, yeah. Their manager is demented <laughs> and making ridiculous decisions that put our one, our one, you know, well, into, yeah. come out into and perspective. All the players, yeah. Like, I mean, he's strange. gone full Mourinho, right? Yeah. So for me, which always turns I now think, I now think we could get in the top four, and I'm more Manchester United, the ones that are kind yeah. of for me. So I feel it's, it's, it, yeah. we're in it. we wouldn't have been in it if we'd lost, right? And the fact we want it is huge. We're in it, right? We're so definitely I, competing. I think one of the biggest things is, and I don't know if one of you made the point on the podcast before, is that. It's so interesting. We never sign players from other Premier League teams. No, some, yeah. Some, I, mean, I think Arteta yeah. was the last yeah, really signing we did. And it's like, you look at what we could get to strengthen our defence. When you look at a team like Palace and Brighton, yeah. who are defensively very well organised, and, uh, and even Huddersfield, I'm not saying we should sign a Huddersfield player, <laughs> but you look at Huddersfield's mm. stats and oh, the amount of chances that they, you know, under Wagner that they stopped because of their organised defence. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah. there has to be players out there that don't cost £75 million, that can improve, yeah. that are better than Mustafi and better than Lichsteiner playing at centre-back. Without doubt. Mavropanos, I know he's been out injured, but, like, I don't know if he's... We don't know yet. Yeah. I just think there has to be some sort of 
Premier League player that can come in and make a difference. Yeah, I agree. That isn't going to cost us 75 million. Totally. Uh, without doubt. Now, wonder we, what our head of recruitment thinks. Yeah, we'll find out. Yes. We are. We, we run out of time. We've got to do. We've got to do our preview of the big game. But do, do, you didn't meet Emery during your. Training I didn't meet game. Emery, but I saw. I saw, <clears throat> I saw a bit of training, which is amazing. See him in action. See him in action, and and I was hearing so many stories about the difference between the analytics that he's got now that Wenger didn't, wasn't mm, interested in using um, and the stuff that they get directly they've got all these people looking at iPads throughout the entire training session and getting stuff directly to these iPads oh, it's all about Wenger the iPads never had under the never uh, and there was amazing Wenger, thing. Wenger didn't like an iPad he didn't I'm like making this up I'm but there was a, an amazing thing they had which was the virtual you reality like a, you like an Apple product I love an iPad yeah exactly they, had this, uh, they, they, they might not have been Apple pads oh I bet they were I bet they no, were what, I don't know what I, I, oh maybe that's like, they've got a deal with thingy haven't they those um, Samsung or something yes no, no, and um, you know the, they did a special phone, mobile phone. Oh, didn't they? oh who are you? I, who are you? Who are you? But there's um, there's got an amazing thing that they got over from American football, which is this virtual reality. Um, oh. So basically, what you do is you put the headset on. Oh, I love this! <coughs> and they play the game that's just been played. And so you might, you'll be like Monreal. Yeah. And then suddenly you're back in the game and they play the actual game. Oh my God. Right. But they say to you, inst- but you, what you're seeing is like a FIFA version of it. Yeah. So they're saying, instead of looking left this time, Nacho, look right. Because what you missed was a run from oh, Jamie Vardy. Fucking hell. So, so instead of like, so ne- they, what they say is that they can't uh, change the result, but they can uh, help you in the future. Oh, I love it. So it was amazing. When you put it on, and you suddenly look right, and you you're in the game. Oh, you tried it on. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. So you're wow. standing there, and you suddenly feel like you're in the Is game. Mind blowing. Mind blowing. And they play the um, they play the commentary. <laughs> like, so you're seeing the game before yeah. on the actual screen in front of you. And then to your left is the FIFA version. Everyone can see, but all you can see is that FIFA version. It's not like quite FIFA. It's not like amazing graphics, but you can clearly see the. It's a Leicester player, right, right. and there's so you look to your right and you see Jamie Vardy make this run, which you missed because you were looking at the player that I think was Madison running towards him. It was fascinating. Wow. So you so obviously because of the, you know the Premier League is so quick yeah which was another thing that they said they said the Premier League is forty percent quicker than it would have been in the Invincible days forty percent forty percent unbelievable it's humongous that is incredible I mean, there was so many fascinating yeah, things but the big question for me is because obviously you Arsene Wenger is the greatest impression in in yes, world thank impression you very history much. it's what a shame that he left have and also you... is it a concern that Andy Murray's career might be <laughs> coming to the end? oh yeah. <laughs> Soon he's going to be Trump. You're going to be in serious trouble. Um, yeah. But have you perfected an Emery, a new Emery? Not really. It's funny. I've been asked this a few times. Yeah. Even someone at the ground came up to me. You've oh, got your Emery sorted yet? Um, and I haven't really. And it genuinely, it's been. I didn't time. say it like that. No, you didn't. Um, but uh, I, I haven't yet. And it's Is mainly. It it's really hard to understand what the fuck you say. I, do you know? I, I genuinely think it will be. <laughs> I say this. I think it'll be easy. I just haven't had the time. No. And even on my way here, I was like, I should have. Yes, you should have really, and I will do next time. Let us all down. Uh, and it's I, I've had it with Talk Sport. They're like, yeah, come on, you got to do oh, it. God. Like, so I've not sorted it <laughs> yet. So I need is... to do it, but uh, I think it will be all possible. But you know, if there's people like Josh saying Emery out, then uh, you know, yeah, you might exactly. go before yeah. the end of the season. I, I'm genuinely, honestly, I can't wait. Mainly because I do find he, uh, he's so bewildering. In yeah, his, in, like sudden. Every now and then he'll he'll be lucid and you can understand what he's saying. Mm. But it, the, even even after the game on Saturday, his yeah. BT Sport interview. Honestly, you watch it back. The I'm first question, that. which is literally saying, "Oh, you must be thrilled that so and so so and so," he's like, "No, but," and then he's like, "What <laughs> have you just said?" What have you? Have I you, think he's nuts. Yeah, he might I be. I'm not saying that. I think that's bad. Yeah. He might Klopp's be. nuts. Yeah, but I do think he's crazy. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I hope my favourite thing is still that he says, "Good evening." Yeah. Good morning. Yeah, that's, yeah. His, that's his thing. He's, he's so consistent. I'm yet to see him 
appear without clarifying what time of day yeah. it yeah. is. He also begins almost every answer with no but. Oh, okay. Like, even if, it's like, and if, he, if, even if he means yes. So okay. you know they'll, they'll say the question will be so that was like a, one of thing one of thingy's best games ever and he'll go no but it oh. was one of his and what he means is yes it was one of his. So you say like Wenger used to always sort of go and uh, like you know he would say no before he says yeah. yes about something. Yeah. No, I think he was a good you know like you know like it's yeah. always and also the look guy that, you know like oh, that's interesting. So we get you know we're piecing it together. Piecing it together. Bit but by next bit. time. Okay. So Friday night you're going to be there night, boys. We've got to yes I'm there. What's your Very, free Friday night like ritual going to be? Well, well, I think there's still good having a meal somewhere before. Oh, terrific. Yeah, hopefully in the restaurant that has coffee because the one we went to before the game on um, Saturday didn't have coffee. coffee I'm not going to yeah. name come it. Come along. Yeah, yeah text me. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so hope maybe we might have something to eat if we've got time. And um, it's an 8 o'clock kickoff, isn't it? Is that right? 7.55. Although knowing you, you will be there five minutes later. Well, I've got- <laughs> <laughs> because we, your, we cab, got there on time. your cab from Islington Green wouldn't have arrived Even though in time. we had a full lavish lunch without coffee, we still got there on time, which is yeah. quite extraordinary for us. Um, I'm excited because it's another evening game. We get Man United there every, oh, on a fucking roll. Big game. Um, huge game. I love the cup as well. I don't care what fucking Spurs yeah. fans think. It's a lovely and you're going to have Petr Cech, presumably. Yeah. yeah. Ozil, Meza, Ozil and VAR. What a dream <laughs> yeah. night. Oh, yeah. dream, dream trio. Yeah, um, yeah what do you think is going to happen, Luke? <laughs> I... I'm way more confident than I was. I mm. think it'll be a good game. Uh, and But they look great, United, at the moment. And mm. uh, so I think it's going to be a really, really tough game. Really What's tough the score going to be? You know, this is the prediction sorry, section. You sorry. can't just say it's going to be a tough game. I <laughs> think it will be... Uh, does it go to a replay? Yes. Does it? Does it? Oh, God. Oh, God. I think it will be... a. Two-all draw. Oh, okay. Exactly what I was going to really? say. Yeah, I think there'll be goals and can see it going to a replay at Old Trafford, but it would end the winning run, obviously, of Solskjaer. Yeah, seven games in a row, that one, aren't they? I was I've thinking that gone. if it does go wrong for Emery, yeah. like United have brought in a legend, yeah. we could bring in Emmanuel Aboué <laughs> to become the manager. <laughs> and he, you know... Absolutely, good point. Could do it yeah. Two of our legends do. faced each other last week, didn't they? Henri yeah. and Vieira. Yeah, that was a nice moment. One, one. Yeah, that was lovely. Yeah, lovely one. 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 And then Henri yeah. lost 5 1. Yeah, yeah. I'm I a Monaco it... fan now, Thierry's in charge. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I yeah. keep going off the No, no, no. no. The... Fair enough. We should wrap what up. What do you think for Friday? Um, I, 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 teaching on the brink of saying we might lose that game, I think, because I wonder mm. whether he might tinker a bit too much. I think he will like change about three or four players, I feel. And I wonder whether Man United... Because I don't think Man United have got a league game as soon as we have, have they? I, I, I meant to we'll check. It'll be Wednesday if it's not we'll Wednesday. So I think... I don't know. I think we might lose. Uh, I might say that now. I mean, I mean the, at the end of the day, Europa League in the fourth place yeah. are the most important things. Yeah. I'd love us. I'd love Emery to win a cup. It'd be yeah. amazing. Yeah. But it's not the end of the world yeah. if we go out. Like, I think I can see Rashford... Like, he'd probably play Alexis, won't he? I imagine. I can see Alexis doing well. Yeah. If he's fit. Yeah. Well, Alexis and Lukaku are both on the bench for United at yeah. the weekend, so... We'll see. We'll see. Did you make your official prediction? Oh, you two said two all as well. What did you say? You said a I'm saying I think we'll lose 2-1. Sadly, I mean, I very rarely. I mean, in the history of this podcast, we're going to be like seven, eight years or something. I hardly ever say we're going to lose, yeah. <laughs> even though obviously we've lost yeah. a lot. You're like yeah. Mark Lawrence on the BBC. Yeah. I am like Lawrence yeah. yeah. in so many ways. Uh, thank you so much, Luke Kempner. Great to have what, Luke have you. What anything you wanted to? Any, when are you, you on to, tour? Yeah, uh, yes. not until September. No. But, but tickets uh, are available. Tickets are available via my website, lukekempner.com. Uh, but I'm also doing a couple of shows at the Vaults Festival, oh. the 21st and the 22nd of February. Uh, it's an amazing festival on the South Bank. 
just underneath Waterloo Station. Come along. Uh, it's really exciting festival. Oh, There's so place. many, That's so great. many amazing things on, and it's you know it, it, it's a fringe festival, but the best one in London, I would say. So come yeah. along. It starts on Wednesday, but I'm on 21st and 22nd of February. 21st and 22nd. You're neck of the woods, Waterloo. Yeah, I, absolutely. I should tickets. try and come. Five pound tickets. I can check in my diary. Come along. It's be much better value than Arsenal Man United. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I'm buying more than Dennis Suarez. <laughs> we'll go, boys. I'm in. Yeah, let's go. Come along. We will. We will. Maybe we'll bring John Burke and his son. Um, <laughs> that's all. Order. Order. I'll bring the orange juice. Oh, you bring son. the orange juice. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it's been joyous. Thank you very much. We'll be back next week. Bye. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.